Radio, your weekly radio magazine with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Hello, I'm Bill Sparks, and welcome to All Things Radio 642 for August 25th, 2022. I hope you all had a great week. We've got a lot coming up, and Jeff's going to tell us all about it. All right, thank you very much, Bill. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And guess what? This week, well, we've had a few of us on the hot seat, but this week it's Bill's turn to shine. He'll be in the hot seat. The classic air check this week is a follow-up to what we did last week. And then we remember, remember we played WIFE AM with Jay Reynolds, but it was 1974, and you're going to hear Jay Reynolds as he sounded on WABC AM in New York City. And finally, our our current station, or what we're playing, is WBCG FM in Port Charlotte, Florida, Big 98.9, and they're a classic rock. But they weren't before; they were a Christian station. They were operated by iHeartMedia, and they're using the iHeart voice tracking stable of people. So, all in all, we've got a very busy show this week, and I'll turn it over to you, Bill. I know you've got lots to tell Bernie. Yeah, I'm sure we can find a thing or two, and thank you, and Jeff's award-winning news will be up in just seconds here. Well, Bernie, I've got a theory. Now that the sale's been approved and the ES, the AM is officially signed on in India at 1070 and all that good stuff, once the sale goes through, I mean, it's been approved once everything gets done. I look for 1070 right. to switch formats because I don't think the current, uh, they will... The new owners will want them to play ESPN because they should have exclusive rights to that. Anything to my theory there? Oh, I think you're exactly right. But at the same time, I don't think anybody really cares about that right. uh, signal because it's, the, the signal is so low in terms of power that I don't think anybody's listening to it. I don't think now so. that the sales been approved, uh, is is uh, Emmis still? Well, they changed the name. It's no longer Emmis Broadcasting. It's just Emmis Emmis Incorporated now. It, it was Emmis Communications before. Um, now, now it'll be Emmis because they're getting rid of the radio stations. And by the way, all this actually apparently occurs next Wednesday. Wow! Next Wednesday for the big switchovers and all of that and stuff. And so you really are yeah, uh, I mean, you really uh, don't know what's going to happen to you after the next Wednesday either at that point cuz uh, No, know, and, I, and it, I don't know because the thing is as we've all talked about it it's, it's like we're all being rehired. Right. And, and so <laughs> some people will be, will be asked back and some people won't. That that's the whole that's the whole yeah, process we, of how they do we it. Have to, we have to submit all kinds of paperwork. I mean, it's just crazy. You know, so, you what was the last time you wrote a res- what was the last time you wrote a resume, Bernie? 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I, I think it's probably nineteen eighty. That's what, um, I'm That's what I'm thinking. And, yeah, and I'm thinking and, if I had to do one now, I'd never get hired. <laughs> oh no my. way! And then <laughs> how long? How long before all of y'all are going to be in the same building, or do you even know? Because I imagine you'll still be in the Emmett building for at first for a while. Huh? Yeah. yeah, they say that that might be like after the first of the year because they well, have to know. either build out or or relocate yeah. Urban One. But when you think about it, after the first of the year, it's not that long away. We're, we're almost into September, October, November, December, oh, you're right. and you're January. Right. So it's so not what, as long as... Yeah, what's going to happen next Wednesday? I think it just means that the paperwork is signed and uh, Urban One owns the radio stations. And so you could hear IDs at the top of the hour. This is, you know, WFNI and urban one station or whatever if they do that I don't know if, if they, they do, do that it. i'm not sure that they do that but uh i don't think they do urban one doesn't do that that i've heard i've never heard of them say no. i uh i only know that they're having the big uh thank you farewell party on tuesday night <laughs> so bernie may yeah, so or may sure. not be recovered you know i was going to invite you to have tacos with us at this new place we found close to both of us you know but oh we'll you have found to, a new taco place yeah well it's a it's a bar you know you might be opposed to those but it's a bar yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> yeah you <laughs> might be opposed alcohol. to it yeah alcohol, <laughs> yeah. where you can get that kind of libation you might be opposed but we can get yeah, chicken know. wings for 35 cents a piece on Tuesdays and or Mondays or Tuesdays is huh? tacos for a dollar and wow. Wednesday night six bucks for a humongous tenderloin. Wow. Good. Wow. Welcome huh. to all things radio, everybody. Yeah. I'd go there if I lived in Indy. That'd be my yeah. new location yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's called, Bill. It's called monkey business. Oh, okay. 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 Well, you know, all I can say, Bernie, is that it'll be interesting because Uh, when I, a friend of mine worked at a radio station in New Jersey, and they didn't. What they did is the new owners took over. They had the big staff meeting, and those and those uh, people, and there were people who were asked to come back, and those people who were not asked to come back never knew what was going to happen. They just they just were told, they weren't told anything. You're not invited back. They just, they knew it because they weren't told, they didn't get the letter saying, welcome back to the, to the station. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens, but a couple people better step up their game on those stations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, step it up now. Like, you know, and that, that just happens, but we'll be spending this weekend printing out letters for our alumni. We had to get a new Braille printer and writing print things, and so Jenny and I got stuck with perhaps this. Perhaps you could help me with my resume so I could... Yeah, yeah perhaps I go. could. Finish. I could print it out for you at least. Yeah, I'd yeah. get you I'd get you declassified and never hired again if I had to yeah, do a resume. <laughs> Yeah, I can do that pretty well myself. Actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, that's right, Bernie. Make sure if you want any documents to to get them and uh, hide them real well, because sometimes people don't, and people find yeah. them later. You know. Yeah, we could we could print it for you. But I guess now this guy needs no introduction. That's Jeff Bennett. He needs not write a resume. He's written the record books for... He is a resume. Right, he is a resume, so the rest of us just kind of tag along. You know, 
What is it in that promo? So, he was uh, beating the devil back. Yeah. So before we before we go to the news, can I can I mention yes. a couple things about last week's show? Yes. Real quick, uh, I I like the SiriusXM One Hit Wonders channel. However, <laughs> they don't play any sixties. No, they did not. Oh, did they? Yeah. And there are a couple of songs, and this always happens, that are not. Very obviously not one, one hit wonders. wonders. Yeah, I mean, some of them I understand. You got to, you know, they're kind of on the edge. Like signs about the five man electrical band. Uh, absolutely right. It was a pretty good song. Yes, it was. And and, and maybe it just wasn't very big. But they played "I'll Be" by Edwin McCain. Edwin McCain Ooh. had a, a song that was equally big called "I Could Not Ask for More." And I'm like, yep. you guys, what, what are you I doing? think it was bigger. It was bigger on the chart. I think I it might have been higher. Too. Well, yeah, as I said before, know, that was their interpretation. That, that's what I said when well, I when I did the uh, with the, the form. I get it. But after. It's like a stat is a stat, you know, really. Well, yeah, right. what I what I did what I did afterwards that night, I went and then a little bit on Friday, I went and sampled the iHeart One Hit Wonders channel, and it was a it was definitely much better. I mean, there were like I said, there was a couple that were questionable, but there was definitely not the what they had from SiriusXM. It was more of a legitimate One Hit Wonder channel that I heard. Okay, let me just and, get and Jerry. She okay. in Chicago. Yeah. She in sure. Chicago. They actually played. Some 80s tunes. I'm like, I thought they were yeah. 90s and 2000s. It's like, what's that about? Yeah, well, you know, it's they never, were originally. It's, it's never, they originally more of an 80s station to begin with, so maybe they were still playing some 80s, yeah. so they didn't want to lose every listener. I can't. Yeah. All right, let me get these people. Let me get one person. Jerry, I'm going to ask you to mute and ask you to wait a second, Leanne, and go, go ahead and mute yourself, Jerry. I think I already did. Oh, well, go ahead yeah, and talk. Sorry. Go ahead and talk, yeah. please. Okay. Speak up, though, Jerry. Speak up, though, Jerry. Okay, I think the uh, I think that the iHeart One Hit Wonder channel is way more accurate. Now, I couldn't get I couldn't get uh, Google to play the Sirius XM One Hit Wonder channel. Is it on the radio on a regular radio on what channel? Uh, I, I I don't know if it's on a regular radio. It's it's channel. It's seven, on the I mean, internet. It's the internet only. It's yeah, the it's internet it, only. Channel, it's on the internet only. It's, it's on channel seven zero two, but that's internet only. So, but that's yeah, why. Yeah, you get it on the app. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Google well, I should have played it though. I would think. I thought iHeart was way more accurate. Uh, same example, signs, and you're absolutely right. They played you're absolutely right on Wibbit and Philly to death. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, pretty big hit. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Good. Thank you very much, Sherry. Let's get Jerry a new phone. <laughs> um, no, he's never had that problem before. No, he, yeah. about no, he normally doesn't have that issue. That's right. Huh? Okay, Leanne, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes. Uh, first of all, it's not Leanne. It's Dave from Toronto. Oh. Well, it says oh, Leanne. Well, all right. Well, we know who no, Leanne know. is then. All right. How you doing, Dave? <laughs> Just so you know, I'm using Leanne's iPad, so that's oh. why. Barry, that's why you. That's why you needed. You needed to work on your falsetto voice before you came on here, Dave. All right, let's, go. Go. let's <laughs> move on. Let's move on, guys. What I wanted. What I wanted to talk about was one-hit wonders. Um, okay, first of all, um, what you what you played last week was Sirius XM. Um, we we all know that uh, the five-man electrical band had more than one hit. Uh, yep. Signs was not mm-hmm. their only one. They, they were absolutely right. Um, Ardeen Taylor 
um, may not have had any other hits other than Indiana Wants Me in uh, the United States, but he sure did up here in Canada. There's got to see Jane, there's uh, Doing Time in mm-hmm. some town in New Mexico, there's, um, yeah. let's see, there, there's a few, uh, Candy Apple Red, there's a few hits up here in Canada that mm-hmm. never made it. Okay. Well, that, that, that could be a difference, though, the fact that, that it's Canada versus the United States. And you got to remember, too, you have to remember, too, uh, for those that are unaware, the 30% Canadian content rule that uh, Prime Minister Pierre Elliott Trudeau um, brought into play in 1970. So there's that. Um, Jeff, you mentioned Stay a While by the Bells as being a one-hit wonder. But that was, a, but they did have one called White Dove or something like that. that yes, not they that, did. That, one little White Dove? Yeah, because I lived in was, Syracuse, and that was very big in Syracuse, New York, when, I was, when, that, when, that, when that came out. Yes. Um, also, Fly Little White Dove. There was um, Lady Dawn came out in 1971 and there were a few others whose titles are not coming to me uh another one that a lot of people think are one hit is a one hit wonder is uh um the seasons in the sun by terry jackson that is not true up, at least up here in canada it that is not that. true yeah but remember terry jackson susan jackson and, Ter- and susan jackson they had a bunch of canadian hits that weren't necessarily big here yeah see that's uh, the yeah that's that's the thing so I mean, um, I, as I said, as I said in my introduction to the to the to the to, to the piece, Dave, I said this was their interpretation. I didn't say that I agreed or disagreed. That's why I put it on because because like like because I knew that they, it, would be, it would be something that we could talk about. That and that's right. why. Thank yeah. you, Dave. And for Thank those you. for for those that um, are wondering too, yes, it is channel seven hundred two on the internet only okay. for okay. SiriusXM. Thank you, okay, Dave. Dave. Uh-huh. All right. All right, Ellen. Now that we've had the news, let's go to Jennifer. Yeah, if you can make it quick, Ellen, <laughs> uh, unmute yourself, please. Make it quick, and we we are running a little late, please. Yeah. Um, also, with the when it when hit up wonders, um, the don't worry, be happy wasn't mentioned either. It was yeah, a one hit well, wonder. He he did not. That one hit wonder. wonder. That was a one hit yeah. wonder, yeah. And, it, and it was played on the show. So, thank you, yeah, Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awful. Yeah. I like this. That's okay. <laughs> That's Bernie. Pretty good. Terry Jack should have been. What I meant, what I meant was uh, awful. Good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. Sure. All right. But we'll hit the button for Jeff. And all I can say is, man, you, you're somebody, you see Leanne, you think, man, we got a new Foxy girl coming on the show. Boom. It was Dave. This is Dave. It's old Dave. Down went the old, old blood. Dave. Down went the blood pressure. See you tomorrow night, oh. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Here we go, Jeff. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. More high-profile individuals are laid off from Odyssey. A major radio owner passes away. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen in July for Settled People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Odyssey continues to make news with its round of layoffs. In the St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota market, WCCO has said so long to sports editor Mike Max. Mike Max had been doing a sports show that aired Monday through Friday from 6.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. However, his position has been 
been eliminated. Mike Maxwell oh. continued working for WCCO Television, which is owned and operated by CBS. Odyssey also parted ways with a morning news anchor at radio station WWJ AM in Detroit, Michigan. Her name is Roberta Justina, and she'd been with the radio station for 34 years. Now let's move to Dallas, Texas, where another individual has made it to the layoff list. His name is Jim Zippo, and he had been doing the all-night show at radio station KLUVFM. KLUVFM programs a classic hits format. Jim Zippo has been in the radio business for a long, long time, and you might remember his work for the old Satellite Music Network with their oldies channel. Another news, we were all shocked to hear about the death of Ed Christian, who is the owner of Saga Communications. He started his radio ownership back in 1970 at radio station WCER AM and FM in Charlotte, Michigan. However, three years later, he would sell those radio stations, and he became general manager of radio station WNIC FM in Detroit, Michigan. He would ultimately become the president of Joseph Communications and ultimately buy the company, and in 1986, he formed Saga Communications. The company owns 104 radio stations and 80 translators across 27 markets. Warren Latta, who's the former chief operating officer for the company and who's on the board of directors for Saga Communications, will run the company on an interim basis. One thing notable about Ed Christian is he was always very upbeat about his company. The glass was always half full, not half empty, and he always put a positive spin on what was happening in the radio industry. He certainly will be missed, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's find out what's happening on the street. It looks like iHeart is prepping some changes at its radio stations in Louisville, Kentucky, according to those domain insights. The stations affected are WKRD AM, which programs a sports format, and WKJK AM, which broadcasts a talk format. We'll let you know if and when these changes occur in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Here's something you don't see every day. A father and son hosting a morning show on a radio station. Well, that's exactly what's going to happen on radio station WGGY-FM serving Scranton, Pennsylvania. Sean Medic will be working with his father, Ken Medic, doing mornings at radio station WGGY-FM. YFM. The station programs a country format. In other news, after 25 years, Keith Lawless is stepping down as regional vice president of Cox Media, serving the markets of Tampa, Florida and Houston, Texas. Now let's move to Indianapolis, Indiana, where Cumulus has hired a new afternoon drive personality and music director. His name is Ryan Swiger, and he comes to this radio station after working in Gulfport, Mississippi. Congratulations go out to Sean Kelly, who's the new afternoon drive personality and assistant program director at radio station WOFX-FM in Cincinnati, Ohio. WOFX-FM is owned and operated by Cumulus Media, programming a classic rock format. In other news, Odyssey has hired a brand manager for the BetQL Network. His name is Andrew Williams, and he comes to Odyssey after working for Sirius Satellite Radio. Finally, congratulations go out to Ken Charles, who's the director of branding and programming at radio station WSB in Atlanta, Georgia. Ken Charles comes to this radio station after resigning his position as program director of radio station KNX-AM in Los Angeles, California, owned and operated by Odyssey. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KLPB-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is KLTH-FM with a classic hits format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one ranked radio station is WBAV-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WKKT-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in in Charlotte, North Carolina, is WKQC-FM with an adult contemporary format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KONO-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KQXT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Antonio, Texas,
Texas. It's KISS-FM with a rock format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one rec radio station is KNRS-FM with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is KODJ-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KSOP-FM with a country format. In Sacramento, California, the number one rec radio station is KSCG-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is KNCI-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Sacramento, California is KFBK-AM with a news talk format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rec radio station is KKLZ-FM with a classic format. The number two rank radio station is KISF-FM with a regional Mexican format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KSNE-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, things are status quo with the number one, two, and three rank radio stations. The number one rank radio station is WWSWFM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WR RRK-FM with an adult hits format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WXXL-FM with a top 40 format. The number two rank radio station is WCIE-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Orlando, Florida is WRUM-FM with a Spanish tropical format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is WGRR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WRRM-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KCMO-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KCFX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is WDAF-FM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is W. ZAKFM with a number of contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WNCXFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WMJIFM with a classic hits format. Finally, in Columbus, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WTVN AM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station also programming a news talk format is WOSUFM. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WNCIFM with a pop CHR format. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Nationwide Insurance, followed by Indeed, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, ZipRecruiter, and Upside. Finally, we at All Things Radio are saddened to report the death of Mark Driscoll. If you live in New York City, you'd remember Mark Driscoll from his work at Radio Station WORFM, as well as Station WNBC-AM. He was also the program director at Radio Station WBBF-FM in Rochester, New York. He was also most notable for his voice work. You got to hear his voice on Radio Station WXKS-FM in Boston, Massachusetts, as well as WP. PLJ in New York City, and many other radio stations around the United States. Mark Driscoll passed away at the age of 72. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, no problem. By the way, this that's, Mark Driscoll... What? Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. This Mark, I, I was curious, yeah, what he did for a kiss. What, what announcements? I'm he, sure he, I know he was not a, He was not a radio announcer, per se, but he did, he did all... No. It's on KISS FM. He, yeah, yeah, Mark okay. Driscoll, uh, he did a lot of work around Texas, too, so... Uh, he, 
programmed Y95 in Dallas in the in '86 and '7. And, and he got into the radio very business uh, very early. Car, working. Did, did you remember maybe we worked at Cliff FM or one of the uh, McClendon stations? You no, know, I heard he worked for him, but I, I'd like to hear air checks of that because I don't remember when that could have been because McClendon got rid of KLIF in uh, 72. Well, so, he, he came to WOR uh, back in 1969 or 70. And he wow, must have worked before then. So and, somehow, I don't know, I missed him. And he also worked at WRC and in also, Washington. Oh, go ahead, Bernie. He also worked uh, at WZPL here in Indianapolis for a little while until he zapped all the warmth out of the station and then he left. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, he, you know, he had a strange kind of voice. I, I, I never really pictured yeah. him as a top 40 person, but I mean, because he had two kinds of voices. He had his top 40 voice and then he had his voice tracking or, or voice over business voice. And I didn't recognize the two different voices. They did. Mm. They just sounded so... He had this deep voice when he was doing top forty. Yeah. I mean, voice tracking, yeah. and he had this real higher voice when he did top forty. So, it, it was like two different people, yeah. you know. And yeah, I heard him here. I heard him here on B ninety three in Austin for about four years, and then also I think yeah, he did he, it for KTFM. They used him for like six or seven years for KTFM in San Antonio. Yeah, so, I think that's an interesting idea—the father and son doing a show together. You know, we've had husbands and wives. Why not? You know. Well, and, I've heard fathers and sons. We had, Ricky and Trey Ware did a talk show together in San Antonio. Well, um, yeah, they, there, there have been brothers who have done shows together. For example, anyone who remembers WQXI in Atlanta, Georgia, or might might remember, uh, uh, let's see, Paul and Tom Collins. They were uh, they were they were they were twin brothers, and they did a oh. show on the on the mm-hmm. radio. Later on, Paul Collins uh, became Paul Crimsier, and he worked at WPLJ in in Mass in uh, New York City, and Tom Collins. Or ended up working in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They both obviously get out of the radio business kind of early, but they did do some work in the radio. So I do remember that. So uh, it, did it, the gamblings ever work together? I know the WOR had three generations of yes, them. Yes, uh, not, not together, the grandfather, but the, the, the John R. and John A. Gambling, uh, or John V. Gambling. I forgot their names, but they worked together just before the, the father retired, and then okay, the, then the th- John Gambling the third took it over. But they did work yeah. together for a while until he retired. Okay. So, and how long? How many years? When did the grandfather start, and when did the uh, son, the third one, end? That was many years, right? It was 30, many years. years. I believe it was in the twenties, and the, the he the grandfather retired in nineteen fifty eight or fifty nine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. And then, and then the then but. But again, his his son worked at the station uh, over the years with with the, with the father, and I know that the grandfather died sometime in the 1960s, a very early 1970s. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's time for Jennifer. Uh, yeah, it's the yeah. first time I've ever heard silence on here. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought the show was over. Yeah, for a second. Yeah, for a <laughs> Here you go, Jennifer. It's your shot. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 24th. WFPWFM 91.1, Batons Crossroads, Alabama, changes format from construction permit new 
to Contemporary Christian, WHHH-FM 100.9, Speedway, Indiana, changes format from CHR to Urban Contemporary, WNOW-FM 96.3, Indianapolis, Indiana, changes format from Rhythmic CHR to Urban Contemporary, KNOTAM 1450, Prescott, Arizona, changes slogan from Shine 1450 to Arizona's Faith, Hope, and Family. W-I-L-I-F-M 98.3 Willimantic, Connecticut changes slogan from I-98.3 to Hit Music I-98.3 WLKX-FM 95.9 Forest Lake, Minnesota changes format from oldies to classic country and changes slogan from the Q Radio to Bob FM Total Country WSDH FM 91.5 Sandwich, Massachusetts changes format from silent to classic rock KRST FM 92.3 Albuquerque, New Mexico changes slogan from Nash FM 92.3 to 92.3 KRST Country WQPM AM 1300 Princeton, Minnesota changes slogan from the Q Radio to Bob FM Total Country and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio i'm jennifer sparks wishing all of you a very good week thank you jennifer appreciate this wow oh very short you never know from week to week oh no last week she had a pretty long three days you know you just never know and that's how they come off down off the database you know you might get pages and then there might be very little it reflects what's going on in radio you know so you may not get very much you might get something on the WOLT change in a couple of weeks sometimes it takes him a couple weeks to get that information and with Labor Day coming on and and coming on we may see some more format changes though lately we haven't seen as much of that but you may see yeah it's been pretty quiet yeah it used to be a time for yeah. We did have a little adventure here in Austin during the storms on Monday, though. Uh, the Waterloo media stations, they did, they, the towers were not hit, but the... I think Sean Sauer got I hit. Think so, I think Sauer got hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right, I'll think I'm back. But yeah, I messed up a bunch of their automations and knocked them all out, and they couldn't play commercials, some of them. I think only two of their eight stations didn't get messed with. Two of them didn't. Uh-huh. And of course, if no well, one's I'm not the, surprised, and okay. if no one's at the radio station when it happens, well, it could be. They a- were actually they were. It was in the afternoon, so there were people there because I guess they were talking about it. Uh, the the AM guy was running around trying to scramble, and then the ESPN Austin producer was trying to get stuff fixed. And I think they finally got ESPN Austin back on the air on Wednesday, although no one's really oh, noticing that it was gone. <laughs> so. 
Well, yeah, they're back up on iHeart, but I win and they yeah. they gave their two their two local shows till mo- they just gave them till Monday to be off. You know, they're off till Monday on their two local shows. So those those announcers are only doing their one shift on their other stations. But yeah, it was kind of interesting. You heard all these carriers, and then uh, and then a couple stations couldn't play nice. commercials. They could just. Yeah, I should have turned the radio on instead of looking at my phone for weather information. Yeah. I guess. Well, no, yeah, it was about four o'clock. Yeah, four o'clock on uh, Monday because my wife came in and told me she goes, "Yeah, they can't play commercials on the Kelby on the stage. and like all the I think K- Kelby J FM was on and one hundred and one X were the only two that were on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. There you go. Uh, Chris, yeah. I think it's your time to shine with Bill Sparks. All right. You know, and I will tell you guys, hold on one second, Chris. These are totally unpracticed, unedited, so we'll just go from there. You go ahead, Chris. Okay. (laughs) All right. No, uh, that's right. Okay. Well, first of all, I guess uh, glad glad to have you on the show, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're always on the show. But anyway, um, I guess we'll start with the traditional uh, question. You know, we always start at the beginning. You know, your your birth, where you were born, your early memories, childhood, and you know, particularly about radio and stuff, and and school, and just to see how that goes. Okay, I'll make it real quick. I will not do a 12-minute answer. Ah, that's boring. Okay. True. Was born in Washington State, and, of course, I knew very little about that. Was born premature three months early, so I had a long stay in the hospital. And we immediately moved back to Indiana when I got out. Grew up in a little town called North Vernon, Indiana. Went to the school for the blind like most of the kids did back in that time. Went there for my usual number of years. Graduated from there in 1972. Always had an early interest in radio. Always had a radio. Always had friends who loved radio. I just knew radio was a part of my life. I went there, graduated, and went to Vincennes University for two years because I goofed off some in high school and didn't work as hard as I should have. So I had to make it up in junior college so then I could go to the University of Southern Indiana, Evansville, and get my degree there But I did that all in four years. I wanted to be a rehab counselor, but I really, really wanted to be in radio, but I didn't think I could do it. So I became a rehab counselor. There were no real jobs. I did some internships and finally took a job with the government where I stayed for 30 years. But I had to move to Cleveland, Ohio. And worked there for a couple of years, worked my way back to Indianapolis, and the rest is history, shall we say. Raised twin children, a boy and a girl that were born in 1982, and now they're, they're over 40. So what does yeah. that tell you? What was the first so radio now, station? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. As far as the radio was concerned, so how far was uh, you were uh, you? Where was School for the Blind in Indianapolis? It was in Indianapolis, yes. 
and how far was your your home? So how much was the radio different? Like when you'd go home for the summer, or and could you get home on the weekends? Was it close enough? I know some states are too big; people can't get home on the weekends. Could you? Did you stay at the school? Uh, you know, until the holidays, or were you no, able to get home on the weekends? We got to go home about every three weeks. It was about seventy-five miles, and yes, of course, the radio was different. We were in between Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Louisville, so we oh, cool. pretty much got the best of all three. Right. And how did you get interested in sports? What was the big moment? Those of us who are on the sports uh, lounge have have talked about our big moment uh, when when it really hit, that we really liked sports. You know, my mother had remarried by that time, and she had been married several years to my stepfather, and he's the one that introduced me to ball games. I remember listening, taking my... We subsequently moved to Indianapolis, and I remember taking, I had an AM, FM, RCA radio. It was, was an electric tabletop. And taking that and listening to 104.5, it was called WAJC back then to Butler Basketball. And I was always a lifelong Reds fan and saw so I was hooked on sports on the radio. Did you get, remember the Reds back in 61 when they won the pennant? Yes, vaguely. Okay, not, not yes, a lot. But, but, not a and, lot, but I do remember. Hey, Bill, what did you me. as a kid think of Wade Hoyt? He was a strange announcer. He did games in past tense. Now we wouldn't like him, but back then we did because he was older and slow and whatever, yeah. but you enjoyed those stories. Go ahead, Jeff. I think you I was going to you told me once a story about the about your grandparents. So maybe I'm maybe I'm going back too far. Maybe maybe I'm thinking it was different, but how your parents grandparents took you to a radio station and you got to visit a radio station and meet oh, the announcers? That's true, Jeff. I'm surprised you remember that one. By then though, circumstances had changed and there was some disruption or whatever in the home and I was taken in by my grandparents and they adopted me so I moved back to North Vernon but there was a station there out of Salem, Indiana called WSLM and it was always my dream to go there so they took me to Salem and I got to go to the radio station and talk to the disc jockey. And they also had an FM on 98.9 that went from 3,000 watts to 50,000 watts. And you could pick them up all over. Now they're owned by iHeartRadio. But that was my big thing to go. When I was 17, got to go to the WSLM studio. So when you uh, went uh, to work for Social Security, did you train? I trained in Fort Lauderdale. Did you, did you train there, or did you? Did they do it differently by that time? By that time, we had trained in Orlando, and that's when I went from Orlando to Cleveland. It's like a draft day. They came in and told you where you were going. You didn't have a choice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily they had a teleservice center here in Boston, and I was able to come right home. So that was good for me. But um, so, what did you think of when you were in Cleveland? What around what year was that? And what was this, uh, did you enjoy the Cleveland radio? Cleveland radio was pretty good. I liked the news talk. By that time, there was a sports talker that was coming on at twelve sixty WBBG, and of course eleven hundred three WE at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I liked all of that, and there was no ESPN 850. There was just radio. I remember yeah. getting the super radio back in those days. The two years was the best 
that better ever happened to me was working in Cleveland. It made you grow up and it made you learn a lot of things. And so I have to give Cleveland a lot of credit. Did you ever well, get hung up on by Pete Franklin? No. One of the badges of honor in Cleveland, I think. So through Social Security, though, you got into uh, your interest in computers because talk about that and how that sort of morphed into uh, what you're, in a way, what you're doing now. Well, it kind of morphed into a second career. Um, I had no way of knowing, but when I was at Social Security, they sent us for Opticon training, and I learned to use the Opticon well enough that I could read the reports that came off the computer. And I said, I want more. So I remember the sighted people got new computers, but the blind people were left behind because we had no speech or whatever. So I got an attachment for my Opticon and learned to put that on there and read the screen and take my calls and fill out the forms with that Opticon. So I got a start. But once I got computer training with Social Security, I carried that over into doing part-time as a consultant for the state and henceforth friends and speed forward the I got for one of my friends it was a geek friend gave me the the actual domain of billsparks.org as a as a christmas gift and I took that and made that into a website and I want to talk a little bit about that just a little bit we'll speed ahead besides all the legend stuff and say it's coming back because that's been one of my goals was to see if you guys think this is crazy. We're going to bring it back to look up radio stations like the Radio Lookup, but also add podcasts and get the information directly from the FCC. So, okay. Sounds good. That's, you got to tell me one story before you before you go, before we finish up here. Tell me the story of how you and Doug would, 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 would review radios and when you were working at Social Security together and training, and you say, well, I like this radio, and look at this new radio. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, Doug and I used to go shopping at the radio stores, and and we always liked radio, and his radio, he thought, was always better than mine. I can't <laughs> use the specific words we used, but we did that. But I will say one thing, Doug and I. And Doug was always helpful when I did the website and was working on it. But if there had been no website, there wouldn't be no legend today because that's how we built up our name was mm-hmm. through the radio website. There would not be a legend today. So when you left Social Security, did you have uh, you know enough con- computer consulting going on? Or did you get a buyout or you just sort of took a leap of faith and, and jumped at it? I, I got a little bit of a buyout buy out but I also took a leap of faith but by that time Jenny and I I developed the old time radio store and we ran that for about 10 years so I've always had work to do work's not Mm -hmm. been a problem Mm -hmm. so we did old time radio we shipped it all over the world on CD but how about this one Bill tell us how the legend started tell us about that's basically what I was going to ask yeah the legend, I'm trying to remember. I think the legend started actually on an old HP laptop, but 
there again was Doug giving me some software, encouraging me to do it. And I had another friend, Randy, who helped me get some music started. And we got that started on the laptop. Then comes Michael Loft giving me some more software and showing me a little bit about it. And we put it together and we started with one listener and it was a slow process. We started in 2005 and that's kind of how the legend came about. We've had a lot of people come and go over the years and in fact we're getting ready to put on our next radio station along with the other one and so we've got some goals and when you run out of goals and things to do you're in trouble I remember my goal was to a couple years ago when I had the heart surgery was not being off the air more than a week and I really wouldn't have been if they hadn't made me go one day early I wouldn't have even yeah. missed that week but yeah. We were back. And I guess Tim, uh, we're, of course, we got Tim coming up after this. Tim was one of the first people on the on the show. He was the, the first, stage, then Doug, then Don Coco that you were talking about. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Jeff was right along there. <clears throat> Jeff and I had correspondence over his radio ranch. And oh. Jeff and I had been doing stations back in those days. How have you found it, like, running a station, you know, you have, I mean, things happen, ups and downs, people come, people go, they they, they aren't as interested as you hope they are, other people are very dedicated. How have you found it, uh, you know, stress-wise, you know, yeah, it's an internet radio station, but it is like managing a radio station. You're dealing with people and their personalities. How's that worked out? Pretty well. Uh, we've learned a lot of layback philosophy as you get older. What might have upset you 10 or 15 years ago? Now, you just kind of lay back and let it roll. We've been to the top. We've had Jonathan Mosin work here, Brian Arch. We've had all the, you know, we've touched their lives at one time. So, yeah. you know. And we, I think the guy that brought the most listeners in probably was Steve Nomer. We have to mention Steve before we go. You know, it's actually Jonathan Mosin. Did John, yeah, well, of course, he's very famous, right. yeah. But Steve, we do have one question from Al in Cleveland, uh, and I, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that, that your hand has been up so long. Can you unmute yourself, please? <laughs> go Al! Go Al. There, there okay, he is. Am I unmuted? You, yes, you are. Go You're good, go. <clears throat> I get, get confused with the sports songs live. They do a little differently. But anyway, uh, yeah. Bill, uh, did you get to hear any of the Browns games in 1978 and 1990? Oh, my, my, yes. I was a big Browns fan. Oh yes, uh-huh. I loved Gib, and I and I loved the guy Denny. Yeah, yeah I loved the Deacon. other guy Nev Chandler. Yes, yeah. yes, I was a big Browns fan. Yes, yeah, and you could hey, you could still root for the Indians. They weren't in the they weren't even playing the back in those right. days. So you could kind of root for the Indians a little bit too. You know? Oh yeah, yeah I remember them so, playing. Uh, Hitting Herb score back in the yeah. Pete Frank would have Joe Tate. About <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember Pete always talked about how, how bad, and he would always hang up on these kids when they called. Pete, what do you think of the Cleveland Indians? And Pete would say, "Get out of here." <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Uh, right. Thank you, Al. Go ahead, Bernie. I uh, I just want this. This isn't even a question or anything, but it. Bill was talking about how when he was at school, school for the blind. He and I. Went to the same school. Of course, he's much older than I am. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah, that's <laughs> why you got to listen to me. Uh, yeah. But there were there were times when we were 
uh, like in the same gym class. And there were several of us in that, in that gym class. And we would spend the entire time, even though we had to do stuff like, you know, work on the weight machines and stuff, we would be talking radio the entire class. It was hilarious. I mean, it was nonstop. Right. Mm-hmm. We did it mm-hmm. then, and we're doing it now. And yeah. We, yeah. We and you just brought that memory back to me because you were there, Russell was there, and, you know, uh, yeah. a few other people, too. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun because but, I was like the kid. Yeah. But you guys are so much older, and I thought, I thought, God, they're talking to me, man. This is cool. Yeah. yeah because we love <laughs> radio just as much. Yeah, and we still, but... And now we, they won't shut up. But yeah. Still, that show is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you're and talking now, to them. And now, Sean, yeah. all these older guys talk to and us. A, and, cool? and at least you I know, like that me. is cool. And at least you weren't like me. I cut Jim all the time. Joe Sorensen, can you unmute yourself, please? Hi, Bill. How did you get the idea of starting a coffee club, all that coffee on Wednesday morning? Oh, it's spilling. It's running over. Oh, you know... We were looking to boost our... Thank you, Joe. We were looking to boost our listeners. And I talked to Dave and Chris and Jennifer and I. We got together and said, what if we did a program and tried to teach people about appliances and things and talk about issues? Will it take off? And we didn't think it would, but we did it anyway. And now it's where it is. So. And now, and now we're kind of doing a little different yeah. spin with the lunch bunch on Mondays. Well, no, I was about to ask music. Yeah, I was about to say. I said, "What were you thinking? Putting a show on basically about nothing, like the the radio talk like music Seinfeld. version of Seinfeld? Right. Yeah, the Seinfeld radio music. What were you thinking with that Monday show, man? Well, let me <laughs> tell you the Eastern, truth. By the way. Let me tell you the truth. The first time I did it, I wasn't real thrilled. You know, the first segment of it, maybe it was where I was at in my life and how I was feeling. But once we took a little rest from it and I got a little rest because I do this six days a week. Second time I've come back, I've really enjoyed it. I just kind of let it let it go where it goes because you know we were merging a different type of technology we were taking people there were a lot of them that were on telephones and you know in the zoom room i remember we switched all things radio where people were so mad at me they said it can't be done you can't put talk in this part of the radio or whatever i said it's the only way to do it and so we did that, and but no, I'm I'm real pleased about that. Yeah, and the thing for those who haven't heard it, it's like hold on, hold on, I'm talking at once here. Go, go ahead. Go ahead so the, the thing about it is, it's sort of like an open form. It's the old fashioned. It's got some music in it, and Ooh. people can request. But it's the old. We didn't know when we got it. We don't know when we get on the air what we're going to talk about. And so it can go, we did fast food, we did, I don't even remember what all we talked about, but just different things that come up that people bring up, and, and we, we just, you know, people can bring up anything from the audience, too. It wasn't always Zoom. It, 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 it long no, we did Zoom, Skype. And we were using Skype for years. Right. right, we used Skype, we used whatever we could do, and, you know, this is... This has been a lot of fun. Bernie, do you think the radio listing and the up-to-date databases, do you think that's outdated? Or do you think anybody has interest in knowing what's where and that kind of stuff anymore? 
Oh, I would. <laughs> I'd be interested in it myself. I, I yeah, I, I would like to think so. It's um, it's it's difficult to to even be able to answer that anymore. It's it's hard. I mean, a lot of people don't listen to the radio. Therefore, a lot of people don't want to work on the radio. It's and then you find the people who think it is so cool that they love to work on the radio. So yeah, that kind of goes both. Hey, you know what, Bernie? Maybe I radio will eventually come to a resurgence, like vinyl is. You know, but people, I would just, always you know, get. I know people say that, but I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I agree with you, but uh, you know, we can only hope. That's all I can say. Uh, and Bill, you were kind of a trend. You were kind of a trendsetter, though, in a way, Bill, because with Zoom and everything, doing the podcasts and doing the shows on Zoom, and now even a lot of the traditional radio shows, and even during the pandemic, even talk show hosts were doing their shows and their and all these podcasts that are done on Zoom. So you were the trendsetter. Well, we tried to yeah. be, but we we did it. But I, I will say there's a lot of work involved with it and a little bit of money that you have to put in to make things run and do and a commitment. And that's why Salute Jeff, he stuck with me every bit of the way as we were up to, what, 642 of They these. tell me that I haven't missed one show. Because um, even when I moved from one place to another, I, I had my stuff pre- pre-recorded because that's what we, mm-hmm. you know, we... That's how we did it at that time. But I was told that that uh, I think Mike Mike looked back, and I think you looked back, and they say I haven't missed one show. I can't believe that, but that's now you were gone for a show, but you prepared the news, right? I think that's what happened. You were gone for one. You were there, you know, but you had prepared the news, and we right because I I was moving from my one from my apartment to to a house when I was when I was in Albany I think that was that was the week I missed because they didn't have any any internet service at that time so but if we leave any of you guys anything it's just be persistent do it be consistent at it you may not be the best person on the air and Bernie I've got a lot of people who wrote me in over the years from the other website the .org or the radio lookup who said, how did you get started in the radio bit? And this was people from my art or the big companies because, oh yeah, you know, they thought I was. And the one guy that wrote me one of the nicest letters runs a radio station today it's on the FM dial out of Bedford. And he does oh. radio airwaves here in Indiana. His name is Mike and Deb. And his wife mm-hmm. does a morning show with him, and he was working in South Bend at the time on an oldie station up there. And he wrote me a nice letter and said, "This is a great database. Thank you." Of course, now it's all changed, but I always remember that, and that was a very thoughtful thing to say from somebody who was struggling. And we never mentioned the fact that we couldn't see. But, Real well, quick before we get to Walter, you know. Real yeah. quick before we get to Walter, Bill, do you think one thing that's helped with the Monday show when we took our break was that we kind of merged the Monday and the Wednesday shows together? Yeah, and, you know, we were yeah. just doing too many shows, and you can't yeah. do so many yeah. shows as much as you would like to. And I think you were yeah. even on more than Arthur Godfrey used to be. Yeah, I was so thinking about Steve. He was... You- you yeah. were filling in for Tim all the time too. Yeah, yeah. he was not feeling well. Yeah, yeah there for a while. But all right, well, we, Walter, we'll go ahead, Walter. About you. Go ahead, Walter. Um, yes. Um, well, uh, Bill, I did have a question, and I probably uh, already know the answer to this. But where, where, and uh, when did you and uh, and Jennifer meet? 
don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just showed up one day and yeah, he didn't throw her out. Actually, Jennifer and I met. <laughs> I was reading Jeff's book at the time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was in between. You know what I mean? Jeff and I have been there. It was in, and she was too, and we met. And you know, she had a desire. To, you know, she was doing her braille business and working hard, and and I was working hard to overcome the X and pay off some things. Anybody's ever been there? Raise their hand, please. There we go. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. If you've never been there, but no, that. That was that was it. So that's how we met, and we've been married this year. It'll be twenty years. It's a record. Wow! For me. Great. Yeah. Oh, happy anniversary! Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So we met that, and she took a gamble, and and so we. She's been here for every one of those all things radio too. She, I don't think she's missed too much. That's right. That's so, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's just say it we, this way: you didn't when you married Jane uh, Jennifer, you didn't uh, roll snake eyes. You did okay, Bill. So, yeah. And her fans are loyal too. Her fans right. are very loyal. Thank you, Sean. Let's let's move on to our. Uh, and we want to thank Bill because Bill, you certainly gave us a lot of uh, insight into your life and and how you got into the legend. Yeah. And, and I know we've done this before, but this is I think is, is probably the best one of all the times we've interviewed you. So. Yeah, we had a little bit of fun, but you guys really a couple of years ago when I was going through that hard thing, and you know, you really pulled me through. And I said, I can't let. Well, for Jeff those do of this. you who don't know, just you know, Bill takes that one day off. He really doesn't have a show on Friday, so then he talks to us on Friday nights. I mean, yeah. Come on, what's yeah. But you know, you know, you know what? The, but what the funny thing? Do you remember the guy that interviewed me? And I can't remember his last name. Bill, Steve, someone, and he asked me. Well, is it, is it, don't you, is, I can't believe that you and Bill don't ever fight. And I don't understand why he asked that question because we really don't. We, we oh, make disagree. Guy, and we what always... was his name? What was his name? Steve, <laughs> Steve Guerra or whatever. He was Guerra, just trying to cause controversy. After the meeting, huh? I called him back and I'm not at liberty to say the language I used to him. And he, and he goes no. to me, but well, why does well, you don't? You, I can't believe that you and you and Bill don't fight. I said, we, I said we disagree sometimes. We may not always agree, but we always work things out. And we always get along. So that's how it is. Well, Thanks, Bill. Well, Jeff, you, you Jeff, you could have told him, hey, that's what I have ex wives for to fight with. Right. No, let's not go into that, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of Indianapolis, we're, we're going to be featuring on New York tonight. But is this your time for Jay Reynolds, Jeff? Yeah, but yeah. Bernie, I want you. I want you to listen to this air check, Brady, because when when we you, when I listen to Jay Reynolds, I'm compared the toe with them. I listen to them back to back again, and I realize that I don't know that Jay Reynolds was really very happy at wife because when I listened to him from 1968 and I heard him in 1974, it was a much different sounding Jay Reynolds, a much more upbeat sounding. So. And one comment, Jeff, I'm going to make before you get started here. If you're interested, if you think it's a, a good or bad idea, send me an email at bill at bellsparks.org on the database. I'm going to probably do it anyway, but let's see what you guys think. Here we go with Jay Reynolds. This week on my classic Etrick segment, we're going to listen to a radio announcer who we heard last week 
Last week, you might remember, we heard Jay Reynolds working at radio station WIFE AM in Indianapolis, Indiana. In 1970, Jay Reynolds moved from WIFE in Indianapolis, Indiana to WABC AM in New York City doing the all-night show. When you listen to this air check of Jay Reynolds on WABC AM, you notice a lot more energy and a lot more enthusiasm. So without further ado, why don't we bring the virtual time machine back to October 27th, 1970, and Jay Reynolds on WABC AM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Uh-huh. I tell you, Messy there. Spill the wine on the Jay Reynolds Show as the hits just keep coming on. It's 21 and a half past one in the morning at WABC with Bobby Bloom. Montego Bay, Bobby Bloom at 77 WABC, and you're listening to the Jay Reynolds Goings On from 77 WABC. This half hour brought to you by Denison's Men's Stores, the New York City store open this morning at 250 West 57th Street, West of Broadway, and the Route 22 Union, New Jersey store. And remember, recognized charge plans are accepted at Denison. WABC New York. Today, there are over 6,000 radio and TV stations in the United States, plus a new one going on the air every day. And this tremendous number of stations has created a huge, unfilled demand for radio announcers. A demand that's now at an all-time national high. So if you've ever thought you'd like to be a radio announcer, now's the best time ever. But how do you get into radio? How do you become an announcer? And these questions and many more are answered in this free booklet from Columbia School of Broadcasting, the nation's largest home study school for radio announcers. In it, you'll learn that Columbia School of Broadcasting is approved for veterans and is not affiliated with CBS Incorporated or any other institution. You may have a copy of this free booklet sent to you if you call MU7-9000 in New York City. But perhaps you're wondering, am I qualified to be a radio announcer? What kind of voice must I have? How do I get my training? Then my first job as a disc jockey, newscaster, or sportscaster. The answers are here in this free booklet. So if you're over 20, call now at MU7-9000. No obligation, or send a card to WABC Radio in New York City. Better still, why don't you call now, MU7-9000. News first on WABC New York, this is Jim Perry. WABC New York. How long has it been since you really enjoyed your work? Well, a long time, I bet. You know why? You're probably working at a job with no opportunity to get ahead. Well, I have a free booklet here that could change all that for you. It's for someone just like you. It's from Columbia School of Broadcasting. It tells how you can become a radio disc jockey, newscaster, even a sportscaster. It's yours free if you call right now at MU79000. All you have to be is over 20 years of age. Columbia School of Broadcasting is approved for veterans and servicemen and is not affiliated with CBS Incorporated or any other institution. Now, don't worry about your voice and don't quit your present job because you study at home in your spare time. Then in just six months, you may say goodbye forever to your present job and hello to your new life of prestige, good pay, satisfying work, and stimulating people. But the first step is to call now, MU7-9000, for the free booklet. No obligation, or write to Columbia, WABC Radio, New York City. Better still, call now, MU7-9000. Operators are standing by to take your call. Now back to one of those stimulating people. The most music on... 77 WABC. WABC, New York. To me, hi, how are you? Jay Reynolds here on a Tuesday morning in New York City, the 27th day of October. As these days flip by, trick or treat time just around the corner, that's for sure. It's 23 in front of 2 o'clock. WABC Music Time. 
Remember when you used to go outside to get a breath of fresh air? Call Citizens for Clean Air, 935-1454. We need your help, and frankly, you need ours. Cloudy skies this morning in New York City and 50 degrees. There is a chance of light rain between now and dawn these days. Becoming partly cloudy in the afternoon with a high of 55 to 60. And again, it's uh, cloudy right now. And 50 WABCD degrees in New York. Music Radio 77. WABC. Do you love me? First half a double play. Second half came from Sexy Eight, The Intruders. Cowboys to Dolly. Cowboys to girls, man. And you know what side I played on. Let me tell you, it's 50 degrees and cloudy skies here at 77 WABC. That's the intruders from 1968. It's uh, 16 and a half in front of 2 o'clock in the morning. WABC music time. Franklin Roosevelt, Toulouse Lautrec, Beethoven, each had a handicap. None let it stop him. Today there's a program. It's called Hurrah for Help Us Reach and Rehabilitate America's Handicapped. For information, write Box 1200, Washington, D.C., 20013. Jay Reynolds. For Denison's, Mitch Clothier, Route 22, Union, New Jersey, and 250 West 57th Street in Midtown Manhattan. And Denison says... You're pacing the floor in a lonely room and you're moaning and groaning and full of gloom and you go to the window and you look in the sky. The wind blows a speck in your eye and you go to the mirror and you take a good look and all of a sudden you get kind of shook, huh? What's this you cry in utter dismay? No wonder I just can't get any play. Now these threads I'm wearing are for the birds. And if I weren't on the air, I'd use other words. I'm going to be young for a very short time and to dress like this, it's an awful crime. I got to shape up and get me some cash. I can't run around wearing this trash. Now, here to the rescue is someone you know, a guy by the name of Dennis and Joe. You've heard his name as clear as can be, and you've heard it from Jay Reynolds on WABC. Your money will talk and you won't walk, so get in your car and don't you balk. And if you want to look cool the next time you play, you're heading out for Union NJ. So take that money-saving uh, little ride there. And you'll be glad that you got on down there to Denison's. The store in Midtown Manhattan is open this morning at 250 West 57th Street in the corner of 57th and Broadway. And, of course, the store over in, uh, in uh, Union, New Jersey on Route 22 has been closing at midnight for a few days. But check out the Denison store. You've got plenty of time. They're going to be around for another three hours and about 15 minutes in one Midtown Manhattan. So stop by and see some great values and clothes. And remember, recognized charge plans are accepted at Denison. 77 W-A-B-C. Boy, here is a hit that is coming on so strong in the past couple of weeks. Follow up to number one all across the country, the Carpenters. This is number three on that music power survey and coming on strong. We've only just begun. We've only just begun. WABC! 77 WABC! Here at 77 WABC in New York, Jay Reynolds with you with James Taylor. Number 19, brand new survey this afternoon with Dan Ingram on WABC. This is fire and rain. It's 11 and a half in front of 2 in the morning. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. See the most music. WABC. Triple play. Let him go, baby. Number three, 
of three in a row by the Rolling Stones. And hey, Carol, from that Get Your Ya Ya's Out action album in New York. Stones, and I'll see you back on top of the hour at 2 o'clock right here at 77 WABC's Jay Reynolds Show with Free. News before the hour on WABC New York. This is Jim Perry. Mayor Lindsay is charged that President Nixon was responsible for spreading a cloud of suspicion and mistrust over the whole nation with his 1970 campaign tactics. And that's the news. Here's a WABC weather report. Cloudy overnight with a chance of light rain, a low around 50. Cloudy Tuesday morning, becoming partly cloudy in the afternoon with a high 55 to 60. Right now, 50 degrees in New York under cloudy skies. This is Jim Perry. The most music on 77 WABC. W-A-B-C, New York. Oh, now, baby, it's all right now. Oh, W-A-B-C. Jay Riddle. Right. Another hour of music power, power, power. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday in New York City. It's kind of cool out there, isn't it? Kind of breezy. I don't think any snow this morning, though. Don't, don't worry about that. Light rain, though, in the forecast. Cloudy skies. It's 50 degrees right now with Wilson Pickett in the middle of a triple play opening up this half hour of the Jay Reynolds Show. Brought to you by Dennis and Smith Stories in Manhattan and also Route 22, Union, New Jersey. Music at five past two in the morning in New York City. Look what they done to my song. Look what they done to my song, baby. They have sung it all the way up to a gigantic position in uh, New York City on the WABC Music Power Server, which ain't all bad. Number nine this week. The New Seekers, the new survey this afternoon with Dan Ingram, of course. Two till six o'clock. You can check it out right here on 77 Radio. Good morning. It's nine past two, two or nine here in the city on WABC. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a whitey by the toe. Isn't that cute? If he hollers, make him pay. Eeny, That's my boy. If you remember different words to this old bromide, then you understand why the verse has undergone some change in the black community. How do you like the new version? No matter what color you are, nothing is as simple as black and white particularly the race problem. This message was presented by the Council of Churches of the City of New York. Jay Reynolds. This half hour for Denison. That's right, my name is Denison. My college dropout crew and I were the first to get a college dropout degree in history. It was the class of 53, so listen here. It goes back to the first co-ed university, founded from the tree of knowledge. Now, picture a scene of a dean trying to wean a worm away from that apple today that Adam needs to keep the doctor away, and this dean, a snake who is mean, got a little Eve to take a bite of an apple, which she did, and... Then she knew this would never do, so she went to Adam, who she called Red, who was in bed convalescing in his crib from the transplant of a rib that made her into one beautiful kid. And then she said to Red, you can't walk around like a dude in the nude, so take a bite of this apple, and you'll be a Jill who knows as much about college clothes as Denison. But Adam, it would be a relief if you'd wear this leaf that I picked from the tree that gave us the knowledge you can only get in co-ed college. And then we'll go to the Denison store, and buy a pair of slacks and a body shirt so your Adam's apple will not hurt. 
And with a suit and sport coat, too, we'll look at flares and belts and white ties and buy them, too. When Dennison says cash your cabbage will do, well, we'll give him a bushel of apples. He can eat them, too. It's Dennison's Clothes, Route 22, Union, New Jersey. They've been closing that store at midnight for a few days, but the New York City store is open this morning at 250 West 57th Street, near the corner of 57th and Broadway, and there's action there all hours of the night. Let me tell you, stop by and see them, won't you? They'll be there till 5 o'clock, of course, and remember, recognized charge plans are accepted at Dennison. Charles Wright, 103rd Street, Jackson 5, Neil Diana Roth, 3, 100 Carpenter, and on the J.C. Browns, all hit music radio, WABC. What's happening here at 77 WABC with the 100 proof? Somebody is in my rack. Well, there you go. Memories of WABC from October 27th, 1970, and radio announcer Jay Reynolds handling the all-night scene. Here's a little trivia. The radio announcer you heard doing the newscast was Jim Perry, who also became famous as a game show host, hosting the game show Card Sharks. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Okay, but Bernie, did you did you notice the difference? Okay, there we go. I, I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> you were sucking on your air check. So were we, uh, Bernie. I noticed a huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Much better. I really... It's like when he was uh, the wife. It's somebody, like he was he was going through the motions. That's that's what I was going to say. Absolutely. Maybe you, know, you can have a hundred pages worth of commercials to read in four hours. That's probably going to take their enthusiasm away. And he had so much to read and do, yeah. and couldn't play any music. Basically, I mean, I think that was probably part of it. And that Dennison Coles commercial when you, know, you did a when, and when you worked at ABC with Dennison, you had to pass on audition tape because those commercials were written by by. Uh, the guy who owned the store, as well as Charlie Greer, and they were the most creatively written commercials I yeah. have ever heard. The very, oh, they very, were. very creative. They were open from uh, from ten in the morning till five o'clock the next morning, and then closed for five hours. And and I really wonder how many people wandered in at two in the morning on a Wednesday morning to buy suits. Well, if you, if you know New York City, and I'm from the city, if you're in Manhattan, never sleeps. No, no one sleeps down there. There's a city that never sleeps. The city sleeps. that never sleeps. Frank was right. It's a city yeah, that Frank never sleeps. Frank was right. It's a city that never sleeps. So, but yeah, but yeah. But yeah, Jay, he did sound a lot better there than he did on White. But he, he really, you know, he had to. I mean, they had to really, you know, he probably was under some pressure to do his best. You know, you uh, think about this with ball players, it's kind of amazing scouting. It's nothing else. It's kind of amazing scouting that they picked him out, that he sent, uh, maybe he had another tape he had from somewhere else, that they would actually even hire him because he sounded so sleepy uh, that you wouldn't think somebody would pick him out of a, I don't know if he knew somebody or, or what, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a long shot. Bernie's right. The rumor is, and, and he was such a nice guy, I, I know someone who knew him, is that he, he really was, was sending out tapes and he wanted to go to WLS in Chicago. And he was very, very yeah. fortunate that, that Rick Sklar, who, and he, you didn't, you, you didn't mess with Rick Sklar. He was the program director at WABC. And Bernie, I know you've read his book and so have I. Um, he knew exactly the sound that he wanted for that radio station. And, and, and it, it, he came at a, at a crucial point because when WABC ended up getting rid of uh, Roby Young, okay, uh, and I do, and come October, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, 
uh, because we'll, we'll talk about that because it was the Paul McCartney thing where Robbie Young said, and, and everyone said he said Paul McCartney was dead, but he never said that. He said the Beatle Paul McCartney may be dead. And of course, everyone's heard or heard of what happened, but he ended up getting fired and they had to come up with a radio announcer at that point. And they used Les Marshak for a while. And then they, they but, but he really didn't want to do the all night show. He, he wanted to do something else. I mean, he, he was a staff announcer. He wanted to get into some other things. And so they hired Jay Reynolds. And uh, he, he lasted until 76. And it wasn't for anything that he did wrong. And Bernie, you know this well as well as I. The new program director was hired, and he wanted to make changges. Then a lot of times the TVs want to make a stamp on yep. their mark on their radio station. they got to put their stamp on the, on the product. And, uh, by the way, I thought it was very interesting that they played... Uh, the, the Rolling Stones song there from Get Your Yaya's Up because that that was just an album track. It was, but for some reason uh, they they did, but they didn't play that during the daytime. That that was only a song that would be played in the evenings and at nights. They didn't they did they played in the case. But look at the radio landscape back then, Bernie. Uh, the radio landscape at that point had to be uh, they had to compete against FM. And by 1974, FM was definitely in, in, in involved with uh, what what's what's going on. Uh, Dave uh, from uh, yeah, but this Canada. Was, this was nineteen. This was nineteen seventy. Yeah, no, this, yeah, but, but, but again, in New York City, AM was definitely they they saw the writing on the wall. That that's the only thing I'm going to say, because you had WNEWFM, which was already progressive rock. You had WCBSFM, which was doing it. They were taking away some listeners, and then you had stage college stations that were playing a lot of and people like were saying OR too. ORFM was uh, was 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 was. Oh, they might have been ninety nine X, and I don't know. No, in nineteen seventy was it was still WORFM. OR, okay, but before then they were doing. But I I I understand what you're saying, but I seriously doubt that in nineteen seventy those FMs were taken away from uh, the top forties on AM. I just was very surprised, and I love those progressive stations, but. I think it took them a little longer than that. Yeah, yeah. Here, okay, uh, Dave out Toronto. Go, go ahead, Dave. Okay. All right, well, first of all, I, I do uh, uh, see the difference from last week compared to this week. But I got a question. Um, when did Cousin Brucey leave WABC? He left when in 1974. He, um, he was unhappy at WABC. <laughs> they were unhappy with him, and they couldn't come to a contractual agreement. He left WABC in 1974. He got there in 1961 from WINS. He left, I don't remember the exact date, but he left WABC in 1974, moved to WNBC in 1974, but stayed there till 1977. WNBC made a major change in 1977 when Bob Pittman took over. He came to WNBC from uh, running their NBC operations in Chicago, Illinois. And NBC, WNBC AM was a losing station. It had it never did well. Um, the uh, one yeah. thing I remember, the one thing I remember about uh, um, that time was the uh, 1977 blackout. I was at, we were at our cottage, and and I thought cousin Brucey was on then, but I guess he wasn't. He wasn't on WABC, but that was the station I was listening to at that time. Well, the, if the, when, was it, when was happened. the blackout? Do you remember Because he was he was let go. He left in the July. Uh, was the 13th, July of, I think. Yeah, yes. it was July of '77. It was during yeah. a weekday. I don't remember. The yeah, day. he was, was still there night and. Because they had people, Yankees, the Yankees were home, and there was a whole big crowd there, and the blackout and everything, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, again, Cousin Brucey didn't leave till almost the fall of seventy of 1960, uh, 1974. Um, but this was 77. So 77, excuse me. Yeah. He, so I do remember, because I had a... Co- 
I, I don't have his last show anymore. I had it at one time on W because he never got to do the whole show. He broke. He he just couldn't handle doing the whole show. He only spoke for a few seconds, so really. And then uh, Chuck Leonard did the rest of the show. So, uh, and then ultimately he left WNBC in '77. He, uh, you know, did ended up buying a radio station with Robert Silverman, and, uh, and he worked in the in up in the Hudson Valley of New York. And then he ended up going to. Uh, WCBS FM at some point and uh, the Sirius Satellite Radio. So uh, he, uh, he and he's still around today, as you know. So uh, oh, yeah. back on WABC. Back on WABC, where it all well it didn't all start from there. He started no. at WI. He became he was at WINS, no, and he also worked at in Florida, Miami, Florida. He worked in Bermuda, but ultimately his big memory or, or his big uh, claim to fame would have been WABC. Yeah, we played an air check last year from WINS in yes. 1960. Yeah, we did. Okay. Hey, do we have anything else? Anybody else? Anything before we we put this one down? It's just a little bit earlier than what we normally do, but oh, so it happens when the air checks die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got one more from Jeff, but those things happen from time to time. A file goes bad, whatever. It just yep. happens. We'll just roll with it. It's not the end of the world. You can catch it on the podcast. We're working on making all of those available at one point in time. Oh, I hate to hear the first podcast, so. <laughs> yeah, me too. You need to play that. What is days you need to play that on here, the feature? <laughs> well, actually, he has played parts of that. Yeah, uh, we've, we had podcast. some of it. The anniversary, uh, I don't know which year, two or three years ago, we, we heard some of it. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I think we just did it because we didn't know what else to do, and it wasn't really designed <laughs> for that, was it, Jeff? No, no. Huh? So we did it, but... And we'll have this posted up. It'll give me just a little bit of time to, to do some production on it, but we'll have this all posted up uh, as soon as... Uh, I can. We've got the just check the file and we'll just make sure. And what are we going to do next, Jeff? And thank well, we, everyone. WBCG FM in Port Charlotte, Florida. It's big ninety eight nine. It, it's their it's their Media's progressive gener, generic kind of format. All the radio announcers are, are those who individuals who voice track who work at other iHeart Radio stations. And so we're going to hear Maria Molito, who works at WAXQ in New York City, but they have others. Uh, Ken Dashow, who also works at WAXQ, they have a morning guy, and I don't forgot where he's from. His name is uh, Big Candy uh, or someplace. Gunner uh, Gunner works in, uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, oh Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Uh, Indianapolis, uh, Indianapolis. And then there's some place is a guy named. Oh, and then there's an the evening guy gun. named. Uh, oh, he's in Indianapolis, and there's a bit, another guy named Big Rig who works in the evening. So. Remember when Gunner did a sports talk show? Oh, my. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Port Charlotte, Florida, and we're going to listen to radio station WBCGFM. The station is owned and operated by iHeartMedia and recently dropped its Christian format in favor of a classic rock format. The station is voice-tracked by iHeartRadio announcers throughout the United States. This week, we're going to hear Maria Melito, who does middays at radio station WAXQFM in New York City. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WBCGFM serving Port Charlotte, Florida, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WBCG Murdoch. Listen live with the iHeartRadio app and online. The new Big 98.9.
The new Big 98.9, it's Maria Melito. Not looking to break Facebook or anything, but that would be kind of cool. Anyway, make sure you follow us and make a comment, too. Just search for Big 98.9. percent of people find something dirty in everything they hear charlotte harbor's classic rock the new big 98.9 charlotte harbor's classic rock the new big 98.9 Running with the devil from Van Halen. Well, download the free iHeartRadio app. Take us with you wherever you go. Free live radio. We got lots of playlists to listen to, and you can also make up your own. And hundreds of thousands of podcasts. Uh, mine's Maria's Mutz and Stuff. All new episode with Hope for Heroes Foundation. They help out veterans and first responders like police officers and firefighters and, and EMS workers. You know, people who are dealing with PTSD. And they have a canine program. And it's really very interesting. So... Um, uh, you can learn all about it on the latest episode of my podcast, Maria's Mutts and Stuff, free on the iHeartRadio app. There's also the talkback mic. That's free, too. Click on that and leave us a message. All free on the iHeartRadio app. Our business is classic rock. And, cousin, business is a booming. <laughs> oh, yeah. The new Big 98.9. The new Big 98.9. So after reading the story, all I can say is if you buy something that something else can be stored in, uh, you should definitely check it before you bring it home. This is for you, Daddy. We haven't stopped in a while, and we're not stopping now. The new Big 98.9, Charlotte Harbor's Classic Rock. It's Maria Melito. We're new and counting on you to spread the word. Charlotte Harbor's Classic Rock is the new Big 98.9. Hey, if you see us passed out drunk on the beach, can you roll us over to even out the sunburn? Appreciate it. It's the summer of classic rock. Charlotte Harbor's classic rock. The new Big 98.9. The new Big 98.9. Rock the Casbah from The Clash. So did you hear the story? It happened in New Zealand. This couple bought suitcases at an auction of a storage place. Um, now, I you never think of it. Oh, let me open it up just in case. Well, they brought it home and there were body parts inside, right? What? Yeah, gross. So they had to call the cops and everything else. But I mean, the lesson to that is, I guess, if you buy anything that, you know, furniture that you can put stuff in or a suitcase or something, I guess the key thing is to open it before you bring it home. 
your chance to win $1,000 and be at the center of the music universe at our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Coming up in minutes, the new Big 98.9, Charlotte Harbor's Classic Rock. The new Big 98.9, Charlotte Harbor's Classic Rock. As we approach the 1 o'clock hour, we have a keyword coming up, so pay attention. Hey, you found us. Welcome. Welcome. The new Big 98.9. question who uses their phones to make actual phone calls anymore now you can talk back to us while you're listening on the free iHeartRadio app just tap the talk back microphone button on the station page and record your message hit send and you might hear yourself on the radio no dialing try it now the new big 98.9 charlotte harbor's classic rock Handcrafted rock and roll. Charlotte Harbor's classic rock. The new Big 98.9. Charlotte Harbor's classic rock. The new Big 98.9. Transport Services, Big 98.9 Studios, Prompt Towing in Charlotte County and surrounding areas. Call 941-639-4000. Now, your chance at $1,000 on a trip to our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Text the nationwide keyword, LUCKY, to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's LUCKY to 200-200. Listen live with the iHeartRadio app and online. The new Big 98.9. The new Big 98.9. It's Maria Melito getting up stinks. Well, Gunner makes it better. Check out Gunner tomorrow morning at 6 on Charlotte Harbor's Classic Rock. Interviewer, would you call yourself a hard worker? Me. Absolutely. I make almost everything harder than it has to be. The new Big 98.9. Charlotte Harbor's Classic Rock, the new Big 98.9. White Wedding from Billy Idol, and yesterday we premiered Cage, his new song, and 
I think it's pretty cool. It sounds like vintage idol. Well, this is the hour. You need to text the keyword to 200-200. The keyword is lucky, L-U-C-K-Y. You could win the once-in-a-lifetime trip for two to the iHeartRadio Music Festival along with a 1000 bucks. You'll get a confirmation text and info standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Well, there you go. A trip to Port Charlotte, Florida and radio station WBCG-FM owned and operated by iHeartMedia with their classic rock format and their radio announcer, Maria Molito. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.